Hello and welcome to PW's FaithCast, a podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors creating books that are concerned with religion and spirituality. I'm Seth Satterley, Religion and Spirituality Reviews Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Angela Hunt, Bill Myers, and Jim Dennison, whose book, When God Happens, is published by Reginary Faith, the sponsor of this podcast. So to start, how were the stories collected, Angela? Um, Well, we have lots of friends who have friends who are writers or want to be writers. And so we just sort of put the word out through writers groups and also through our Facebook pages, other social media, because we didn't want stories that have been told a thousand times before. We wanted from real people things that have happened recently because we wanted to see that God is still alive and well and working miracles today. Gotcha. And so what is a miracle anyway? Um, Is it a coincidence or an unlikely happening? Some might think so, but we were really looking for the theological definition, which is something that happens when the laws of science and nature are set aside so that a deity, God, um, can work his will. So lots of people came to us with stories of how God had worked through circumstances, um, but we were really looking for the extraordinary breaking the laws of science and nature kinds of stories. And we found them. How how do you feel about that, Bill? Uh, (laughs) I feel pretty good. One of the things we did do was make sure that we weren't dealing with um, tale tellers. We did some, some pretty good vetting just so it wasn't anybody could come, you know, buzzing in and saying, hey, guess what? So we, we looked into that. We made sure that the people that contributed the stories were authentic and that they uh, told the truth. Is this a frequent occurrence? How often do miracles happen? Wow, that's a that's a trick one. Um, I'm also a, a documentary filmmaker. I do a lot of work overseas, and I'd have to say that Overseas, it seems to uh, be a lot more prevalent. Now, maybe some of that's just superstition and, and they're looking on coincidences. But uh, the more Angie and I were uh, reaching out and talking to people, the more we would find that there were people that maybe weren't wearing it on their sleeves and, and talking a lot about it because it's a very private thing to them. Uh, so those were the ones, of course, that interested us the most because they weren't after the publicity. Hmm. Are there any specific stories that jump out to you, or were there any times overseas that you recall? Oh, yeah. Uh, those aren't in the book, but I've seen everything from uh, people being raised from the dead to blinds being restored. There's a lot of it out there. Uh, but what we did with the book was we focused very much on the, uh, the national, uh, the people in uh, North America that uh, maybe are a little more uh, skeptical. Uh, so that that's what the first book is going to be about anyway. Gotcha. And so speaking to that for skeptical readers, what do you, what do you expect a reader to take away? Well, I think the, the thing that we want most for readers to take away is that these are true stories that have been vetted and they prove that God is still working miracles today. These stories, one of them involves an unborn child whom the doctor declares is dead and tells the family, um, you know, prepared to deliver a stillborn. 
and the family grieves and but yet when they pray later the child the woman goes through labor and what do you know the child is alive oh, wow. and another couple stopped to help a car in a car wreck that had happened on a highway in texas and there were cars on fire and people trapped in those cars. And this, this was a husband and wife, and they were struggling to reach these people, and they just couldn't because of the flames. And suddenly there were two strangers who reached in, pulled the people out, sat with them, comforted them for a moment, and then vanished. And when the married couples was talking to the bystanders, like, well, who were those other two men? And they all said, it was just you and your husband. But of course, it wasn't because they saw someone else. Angels are at work and God sends them when we need them. And just really wonderful, amazing stories when people asked for a miracle in faith and then received it. Well, and Jim Dennison, the uh, audiobook narrator is also on. Jim, for, for you, which, which were some of the most impactful stories? Uh, well, the ones that I basically dealt with were the ones that uh, Bill wrote or edited those stories, uh, especially that uh, – I like that first one uh, about um, the, the child being uh, born – not stillborn but alive and, and kind of the situation surrounding that. But there's more to the story than just that. That's that's a part of the larger uh, story or miracle, if you will, mm. that's being told in that particular chapter. Um but uh, these these are fascinating stories. They really are, and they're easy to tell um, because they ring true. And I think that's what gives it its greatest amount of credibility. And it, the fact that it does point not to the person who received the miracle, but every time it points to the God who gave the miracle. And I think that's the that's the big difference for me. And, and one of the things that made it a joy to narrate these stories. Did you find it at all difficult narrating any of them? Uh, some sometimes they got a bit emotional. Yes, um, you know, especially as a as a father, uh, when you read stories like that one where a husband and wife are uh, delivering a child, and I would imagine myself in that situation. And uh, there were many times where you just had to stop and pause and say, you know, where is this going? Because right now this is tragic, and it doesn't seem to be any any kind of cure, any kind of end uh, to it. But um, then you keep reading and you find the hope on the other side always. And I think, Jim, uh, you touched on another point, too. It, it's not just the miracle for miracles sake. What we saw in every one of these stories, uh, it also had to do with the people, uh, what happened to them afterwards, how they uh, grew in faith or how just how they matured through it. Uh, so it's not just a razzmatazz miracles. It's also some I guess some deeper miracles, the stuff that happens to the people. Exactly. And, you know, you ask yourself, I ask myself, what's the greater miracle? You know, the uh, the thing that happens externally or the things that really changes a person on the inside. And I think that's what God is always seeming to drive at is wanting to change what's on the inside of us to look more like Jesus and to have that kind of confidence in God that even Jesus had. And quite frankly, that's what attracted me, and I believe Angie, to the stories as well, is God refuses to be a circus act. You know, he won't perform. Uh, but when he moves, he moves, and he moves on several levels, and the deepest is is the people's hearts, are the people's hearts. Yeah, and I think that's one of the important aspects, you know, hopefully that people take away from the book, 
Uh, you know, from my point of view of narrating the stories, this is what I would want to take away is just the idea that this is is not about you getting simply what you want, but you getting what God wants for you in your life. That's fascinating. And I have to I have to say, I'm I'm now interested in the audiobook after hearing your soothing radio voice. You have a you have a great storytelling <laughs> voice, Jim. I, I hope we could continue a great relationship with these stories. And I hope it's something that uh, there there are so many stories out there. There's so many so many times that God intervenes and we look at it as intervention. Actually, it's just kind of, I think, the natural process of God, who he is. You know, we look at it in terms of uh, whether there's a superseding of natural laws and such. Oh, God's God and he's God of the natural. He's God of the supernatural. But anytime it seems to me that God uh, is active. That's supernatural. So, yeah, I, I I believe there's a whole bunch of other stories out there that need to be told that could be encouraging to people and have that goal of God speaking to them through these stories in a way that will help change their lives to be closer to him. And that's the ultimate goal. Do you have anything to say to people out there that sometimes hear about miracles or they, they think that they're just not convinced. What, what do you think of, especially Christian listeners, that uh, feel God and follow God, live his his codes and his lessons, but aren't really convinced of the actual miracle aspect of everything? You know that was that was a bit of a concern when we started because we didn't want people to think just because somebody experienced a miracle, it somehow made them more loved or more special uh, to God. Uh, that didn't seem to be the case at all. So that that was always a concern for us. And as far as the, the skeptic, I'm a skeptic. Uh, I think it's important you kick the tires uh, and not just wait for the, the magic to happen. But at the same time, if we're worshiping the same God that, that was in the Bible, uh, then it would stand to reason that that personality and character traits would continue today. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, Bill, I appreciate what you mentioned there just a moment ago about the fact that, you know, if some people receive miracles of these kind, which are in some ways the more spectacular, if you will, you know, at least from our vantage point, not from God's vantage point, but from ours. But, you know, you read about these people, and I think if I remember correctly in, in the introduction, you were talking, there was something said about, but if you don't get one, it doesn't mean that God loves you any less. It doesn't mean that God is less concerned about what's going on in your life. It's a matter of trusting God for what he has for your life, regardless if there's a miracle involved with it or not. We, we read these wonderful stories, and hopefully what it does is not question help make us question our faith, but it helps us to rejoice in the way God is acting in other people's lives and knowing and building confidence in our own that he's he's concerned about us. He may not he may not pull us out of cars. He may not uh, he may not uh, allow our stillborn to be born alive and other things to happen as a result of that. But he's still going to be there for us. And I think um, that was a, a good foundation that was laid at the very beginning of the book, if I remember correctly, and um, is is one to keep in mind as as people read these stories. Which is the purpose uh, of the entire book, and that's to draw the reader closer to the heart of God. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. Yeah, thank you very much. Our pleasure. Yeah. The book can be ordered uh, online or at any quality Christian bookstore anywhere. Well, thank you for listening to Publishers Weekly's FaithCast. Um, it's been great talking with Angela, Bill, and Jim. So uh, talk to you next time.